the Cross the Streams podcast. Cross the Streams. There's definitely a very slim chance we'll survive. I love this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. Let's do it. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. That's hysteria. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Tony from the Cross the Streams podcast, and I'm here with my boy Cooley. What's going on, dude? Yo, what's up, kid? We're still, we're still social distancing, man. We still have to do what we need to do in this worldwide pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, shit is crazy, man. It's not even, dude, it's not even just like a pandemic anymore. There's like all kinds of shit happening. Like in the last couple of weeks, it's ridiculous. So I mean, we got to get our minds off this shit, right? Yeah, we have to, man. It's crazy, dude. There's just so, there's, there's, I feel like it's a little overwhelming to be honest with you. It's just like, I don't know, man. I it's just like, you talk about going back to the new normal, but there are certain things that have been the way they are for years. And it's, and it's, I don't know, man, that's, it's, it's nuts right now. Um, but I will say the positive is that we are now uh, attempting to do this podcast in video format as well. So if you guys, um, you know, want to check us out, we'll probably be posting this on YouTube and uh, also probably some uh, Instagram stuff. So you can kind of, see us live it in the flesh dude it's gonna be awesome oh yeah everybody wants to see me in the flesh yeah man i'm hoping people can because i'm beautiful white (laughs) yeah i on the other hand i'm sitting where the the light from the window is actually hitting me so i might be transparent to most people so we'll see oh you already you already started recording i couldn't see you Oh yeah, dude. I totally started recording. Yeah. You can't see me. No, all I, all I can see is your mic in the wall, bro. And a plaid shirt. Yeah, dude. That's that's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's that's what people are going to (laughs) see. Oh, there you are. I would say Casper the redheaded ghost, but I'm wearing a hat. So it's, yeah. So it's, it's Casper with the Boston Red Sox hat on. So, Oh man. So let's, uh, dude, let's talk about what's new in the streaming world, man. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff out there right now. Um, I've been talking to you about this for the past like five or six weeks, man, because it's been an ongoing thing. Um, everybody can go back and watch this on demand, but it was on, um, ESPN. Um, it's the last dance, which is basically Michael Jordan's story. I'm a huge Michael Jordan fan. I was since I was a kid, originally a Boston Celtics fan, but and still am a Boston Celtics fan. But you know, when Michael Jordan played, man, everybody was a Bulls fan because the guy was just amazing to watch. Um, mm-hmm. He's the best basketball player to ever live. I don't give a shit what people say about LeBron James. He, LeBron James, doesn't hold a candle to him. Um, you know, and and they they really didn't bring that up, but there were some stats about that that kind of just put that to rest. But anyway, um, I really enjoyed this. It was about four so. Two, four, six, eight, ten. It was five weeks. Um, every Sunday there were two episodes, so back to back. So it was two hours every Sunday. So it was about ten hours worth of material. But they really take you through Michael Jordan, his entire life, and you know he's actually interviewing, you know, as he is now, commenting on things, looking back on things that happened. Um, you had a lot of the players that he played against there, like Scottie Pippen, Tony Kukoc, Steve Kerr, like all these guys were commenting on um, Michael as a player, what he was like to play with, what he was like as a teammate. Um, And, 
you just kind of learn a lot about behind the scenes. A lot of stuff I didn't know. Um, interesting. To, uh, just really, really worth the watch. Really well done. Um, and dude, I, I, I knew Michael Jordan was the best player in the world, but <laughs> when you see what his motivation was to win some of these games, like literally just showing somebody up and scoring 50 points a game, 50 points a game because somebody talked trash to him and he could, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you might want to score 50 points a game, but you're not Michael Jordan. So you might not be able to pull it off, but he just does it, you know? So it's, if, if you guys like basketball, even if you don't like basketball, I still think it's worth the watch because it was very educational as well as entertaining. And it's on ESPN. You can just pull it off. What you could stream the whole thing, binge it. You know? Yeah, like I, I fall into that category of not liking basketball, and it's mainly because I can't play it. Like, you know, what I mean, and I, and I'm mad at everybody that can, because, yeah. because they're so good at something that I'm not, and it sucks. So yeah, I don't watch basketball. And yeah. so this, this, this show didn't appeal to me, but you, you said something that made me, cause it's connected to sports. Uh, you said something that, <clears throat> you know, made me perk up a little bit, which was, you know, like some of the reasons why Michael Jordan won these games. And then you mentioned trash talking and how that got him amped up and wanting to show and prove, you know, what he could do. And in this day and age, like we're, we're in, uh, you know, 2020 right now, you hear a lot of people telling athletes to just shut up and play. I don't want to hear you talk trash and I don't want to hear you do, just go out there and do your job. But 90% of what you see on the field, the court, whatever, is coming from players that have something to prove. Mm -hmm. And unless you give them players a reason you give those players a reason to actually go out there and show and prove, you're not going to get anything spectacular. You're just going to have a bunch of people marching up and down the field, going back and forth on the court or the ice or whatever, right? Just fucking scoring points. And if that's what you want out of sports, I'm happy for you. But I need that excitement, man. I want to see new stuff. I want to see stuff that I've never seen before. I want to see records get broken. I want to see people pushing themselves to the limit to prove that they can do what they know that they can do when other people are trying to trash talk them and bring them down because those, that's the motivation, man. That's what motivates people to do great things. Um, and that's my two cents. And, and that just came from what you told me about the show. I haven't watched it and I might watch it, but I, 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 I gotta tell you, this kind of falls in the same category as like, I don't know, uh, you know, the Bermuda triangle or some shit. Like I'm just like, yeah, yeah, but I, 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 I can watch it, but I can't watch it. You know? I know what you're saying, man, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, my, my wife is, I don't know if she's a huge basketball fan. Like she's a huge Red Sox fan. Like she's a huge hockey, like they, her family grew up watching hockey and baseball, but she was the one who was really interested in watching this. And I was like, Oh hell yeah. Like I'll watch it. Like I love Jordan. And so, you know, it was just, it was great for us to be able to watch it together and, and for us to really get, you know, the same, uh, the same out of it. And I think, it was when you talk about the trash talking aspect, it was really cool to see that like somebody would admit like, Oh, I said something to Jordan at like halftime and we were up. And then he was like, Oh, but then I forgot that I just said that to Michael Jordan because mm -hmm. 
he comes back after halftime and it's just like dunking on him. And it's just like, has this, like this motivation of like this nonstop, like engine that won't sh- like, that will not shut off. He just was like, right. you know, do, doing drives, like just like scoring, like literally come up from like a 20 point deficit and then continue to score. Like, Oh, I scored only like 20 points in the first half and I'm going to come back and score 40 because you talk right. shit to me. Like, you know what I mean? Or like tried to call me out. Like people even admitted, like I should have never said that. <laughs> like, yeah. like I didn't, yeah, I forgot of- who I was talking to. <laughs> right. But think about it though. Right. Like, first of all, kudos to the dude that talks shit to Michael Jordan. Right. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, dude, you got balls <laughs> like, and, and, but to, but to me, like if he did that and then in the second half actually came back and like shut him down. Yeah. Right. And didn't let Michael come back. Like, then he, yo, he just put, he just upped his game big time, right? But, yeah. but he talked shit, and then Michael Jordan was like, nah, <laughs> right? Yeah. And that was, and that was, and that was the end of that. So, yeah. so what, I, what I'm saying though is that on on one on either side, right? Like because he talked shit, you had either way that went either way that went down, you had one you had one athlete being elevated, yeah, in the public eye. Right. I talk shit to Michael Jordan and, and he couldn't fucking do anything about it. Or I talk shit to Michael Jordan and, yo, he went the fuck off. Right. Like, <laughs> the, 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 but the catalyst was the shit talking. And that's yeah, something exactly. that that's something that I don't think you can get rid of in any competitive, any competitive uh, venue. Like it, we're talking like sports, chess, uh, <laughs> like, you know, like they look quiet, but they're talking shit to each other through their eyes. Like he's like, I'm looking across the table. Like, yeah, go ahead and move that rook, brother. Well, it's it's true. If you move that, if you move that rook, I'm going to fuck you up. (laughs) (laughs) During this whole thing though, they, they admitted too, like, you know, trash talking was, you know, was something that he did. Like he would, he would trash talk to his own team to get them motivated to actually play better. You know what I mean? And, he that was one of the things that like some people couldn't stand about him but he knew that he had to do it to get them to the level that he thought they should be at you know to win championships and i think it was interesting that there there were players that spoke in this documentary that would say oh yeah you know like jordan didn't really him and i didn't really get along but overall like there was like this there was still like this respect that they had for each other and a lot of the guys that you would actually see that you know did like talk trash or like maybe got into little kind of arguments with each other like later on they were you'd be you'd see them on the court or like just in like regular social life situations they give each other daps and be like hey what's up man like they knew that when you're playing it's all about winning but when off the court like you're still basketball players you're still people you know and you you respect right. each other and you're cool with each other and i thought that was cool it was just cool to see all the behind the scenes shit that you never saw you know, how yeah. it was actually hard for him to be Michael Jordan. As people are like, oh, yeah, whatever. It's hard to be Michael Jordan. Life must be rough. But, like, dude, think about it. You're the best player in the world. Like, as soon as you leave the locker room, you can't go anywhere in the public eye without being hounded, which is, like, a lot of celebrities. But to the, but to the level that he was, like, crowded by people, like, he would just hang out in his hotel room. That was, like, his, his quiet time. You know, it's nuts, mm-hmm. man. Like, he – that's why at one point he wanted to step away. But I, like I said, I think it's worth the watch. A lot of stuff I learned, even if you're not a basketball fan, I think you'd enjoy it, man. So I would, I'd take a look. Word, word, yeah. word, word, word. Um, listen, I, I am, 
not a big cooking show fan. Yeah. <laughs> Don't really like them. Like court court watches them all the time. And I literally sit there and either I'm on the, I'll jump on my phone. Maybe I'll say, Hey babe, I'm going to go play some video games while you watch this. Right. Like, or, or sometimes she'll change the channel and say, Oh, all right. I will watch something else. Or sometimes she'll be like, okay, bye. <laughs> and I'll go play video games. Bye. But, <laughs> but, but, but this past week, man, I found not one, but two cooking shows that right. I absolutely love. And they are what? <laughs> they are En Fuego. <laughs> oh, look at that. Absolutely. Look, what, look what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> technology. So, technology. So, <laughs> that was funny, but mad so I, corny. <laughs> <laughs> so, these shows are on Netflix. They're both on Netflix. So, you know, you can catch them, stream them in, in, their, in their entirety. You can binge watch this whole, their whole seasons. Uh, one of them just started. The other one has been around for a little bit. And that one is uh, Nailed It. Nailed It. Okay. Yep. Uh, with an exclamation point. So I really didn't say it with the proper enthusiasm, but Nailed It. And it's, uh, it's really good. Nailed It. Uh, this this show. <laughs> uh, Nicole Byer is the host. I don't know if you know who she is, but she's funny. And, you know, like she definitely does a great job, you know, keeping this show moving at a good pace. Uh, and when I'm watching it, it's just, it's great. So basically what, what it's all about is you have these three home chefs or cooks or bakers, bakers, I should say. Yeah, they're all bakers. It's all baking. Um, so you have three home bakers that are selected to come on to the show and compete to recreate um these lakes and you know all kinds of different things that you can bake right mostly desserts and they're not professional bakers at all right Actually, like they are not to cut you off man but nailed it i have watched a couple episodes of this i know exactly what you're talking about Ah, good. Yeah, I'm yeah. so happy right now, dude. <laughs> Some this, of these things are show, awful. <laughs> dude, this show has me on my ass, kid. Like I'm watching and, and it's like, so, so they'll present, they'll present, they'll present a, uh, a finished cake or something like that. And I, I guess like the first, the first episode is what I'm going to go over. Right. And like in the first episode, they give people a Donald Trump cake. And, and the cake that they made that was Donald Trump. It kind of looked like Donald Trump and it, it was a very well done cake. I mean, I don't know how great you can get with the details. I think this guy put the cake together in like an hour, right? I don't think he spent a whole lot of time on it, but I mean, for the amount of time that he spent, it was pretty fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. Now they had these three bakers try to replicate it and it, dude, that they, they were horrible. They were horrible to the point where like it was like they'd show a picture of the cake that they were trying to replicate and then they'd show their cake and all i could do was fucking laugh like i was just dying laughing yeah. immediately like they reveal it they take they take the dome <laughs> off and, and and like whenever they show their finished piece they have to yell nailed it right yeah. like that's like that's part of the that's part of the show and uh <laughs> and so and so they go they would say this is the donald trump cake that you were trying to replicate perfectly 
Now let's see what you did. And they would turn it around and they would yell, nailed it. And like, you have this, like, it's just a fucking pile of shit. It's like the, it's the worst fucking thing. I've, I Like there was one that looked like an alien. One looked like Donald Trump got punched in the fucking face like 12 times and had like half his body shaved off. It, dude, it, it was, it, I don't know. It was a clusterfuck, but I mean like all of the shit that they do comes out looking like just awful. And, I don't know why this is so hilarious to me, but I binged the entire first season. Started, I'm like halfway through the second season. I, I, oh, yeah, I can't stop fucking watching this because thing. You, because you're used so, to seeing people cook like great things. It's good to actually be, to, to see somebody cook thing, something that's somewhat relatable. <laughs> like, like I, <laughs> dude, I think I saw one, one of the episodes that I actually saw, it was mad funny because everybody around them was like, it was like two girls and a guy and, that all I remember is what made me laugh was the dude like was he was doing a decent job making his cake or whatever and I forgot what it was specifically but all I remember is that like somewhere it got wicked fucked up <laughs> and he got like really pissed about <laughs> it so everybody else was like nailed it and it was like a piece of shit right but like this dude didn't even try he just was like nailed it <laughs> <laughs> like like wasn't <laughs> was just like he knew he had to say it but he knew it was trash he was just like yeah i nailed it <laughs> like worst shit you ever seen yo like didn't was, even was want it to the shark this shit didn't even want to present it so was it the shark uh i no i don't think it was i don't remember what it was it wasn't a shark though i would remember that i don't remember but uh, this dude was like super just right. not into it but i'll have to i'll have to go back and figure out what episode it was but his, his react his reaction to presenting it was so funny i felt i like felt bad for the guy yeah watch it watch it bro yeah i like i said watch I've, it seen, though, man. I've seen a couple episodes because becca was watching it and it was uh i was like oh so these like people are not professional like they actually suck and he was like like yeah i was like oh this is great yeah dude nailed it's nailed it's actually a really good show i'll give you that so um, another one that's in fuego, but not as much, is 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 a show. It's a show called Cooked Cooked with Cannabis, and uh, it, it's fucking cool. Like it's not it's not the greatest thing, man. Like because I mean, with nailed it, I get like it's like endless humor, man. Like you're just watching the shit and you're just on your ass, like watching these people fuck up so much. Yeah. But with uh, Cooked with Cannabis, you actually have some pretty skilled uh, chefs, right? Just making shit. And, and, but they're making it and it's infused with uh, THC. Mm-hmm. But the cool, thing, the cool thing about the show is that they have like celebrities. So you have like these like celebrities like sitting at a table. And like when the, when the guys are done like cooking, they bring over their plates and like the celebrities eat the shit and they start getting like a little high and they start talking to each other and you see they have some pretty cool conversations and stuff please and, tell uh, me that please tell me that they already had snoop on <laughs> oh no snoop wasn't on yet i mean i i haven't gotten to the end of it yet but snoop hasn't been on yet oh. um they have had they, they have had like some other people like joe coy and uh you know uh what's her name uh ricky lake was okay. on there um lp from uh run the jewels was on there with his wife um they had like this like international g dj guy that uh, i don't know who he is but i assume like he's popular because he was so on the show uh, um, steve, uh, steve aoki no i know steve aoki yeah but i mean like he's been doing uh, <laughs> weird shit like that recently i figured i wouldn't have been surprised if that was him 
No, not not him. Um, but yeah, yeah like it, it's been uh, it's been pretty dope. And I got to say, bro, watch it. Like, so here's my question about that, not knowing anything about it. Right. So when you're when you're dealing with putting THC into food, like you have to be mad careful as to the dosage. Right. Like, do they give them the like the THC ahead of time or because if you fuck up and you put way too much in and a celebrity tries it and they have like a bad trip. <laughs> Like that could be really bad for, for like reviews. I mean, is it measured oh. ahead of time? Yeah. Just something to clear up there because I feel like I, I, I'm doing my audience a disservice. If I don't say this, you're not going to have a bad trip on marijuana. Like it's just not going to fucking happen. Well, like they could have like 10, they could have 10 milligrams, you know, 20 milligrams, whatever. The worst that's going to happen is they're going to go to sleep. <laughs> well, well, no, like you might see them pass out at the table well no like not necessarily <clears throat> i mean when i say like a bad trip i mean like i mean i'm not saying like you're doing acid and you have a bad trip i'm just saying like you you get a bad high where like you actually like if you if your body is not adjusted to a high amount of milligrams like you can go into almost like like your heart can start beating really fast like it, it, you can feel like you're oh yeah, yeah. A heart no attack. that's like, the more you know um, the, that is less, that is less the amount of, <laughs> that's less the amount of, of marijuana you're taking in and more the type of marijuana. Right, that's what I'm so saying. like you have indica and you have sativa. Uh, so yeah, like they, they, they're using, I think, I think the majority of what they use is indica. indica yeah. Um, okay. they do have, they do have, um, episodes where they'll give you a little bit of sativa to bring you up a, a lot and then they'll then they'll add some some uh indica later on to bring it down and then they'll add like a ton of cbd to even out the high it's like that but i mean like when you're watching it's dude the coolest thing about the show and the reason why i really like it is because you learn a lot about how different strains and different uh like different strains and thc and thca uh, and CBD and how they all work together and how you can actually craft the way that your reaction, your high is going to work right mm -hmm. throughout the entire meal. And like, they literally take you on this like journey, like through their food. And it's like, <clears throat> it's crazy, but yeah, no, they do have a limit to how much THC they can use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I would right. assume that they would. They would have to. Because, like, they don't, they don't yeah. want, yeah, they don't want the judges to get tired yeah. and be in a coma, right? Like, they just want, they just want them to feel a little bit. So, like, they, they have a limit of eight milligrams total that they can use of THC. Now, THCA, which doesn't give you any kind of, like, real, um, like, feeling of being high, and CBD, which is the same way, um, those two ingredients you can use as much as you want. Yeah. Like you could throw like 50 milligrams in and you know, that's not regulated on the show. So the only thing that's really regulated is just straight up THC and that's it. So yeah, I totally, I totally recommend it. Watch it. You can learn a lot. Uh, if you cook with cannabis, it's a great way to get some ideas and what, and like how to incorporate it into your food and what foods it goes best with um, great presentations and stuff like that. And it actually does have some pretty good uh, funny moments because of because of THC. I, I mean, shit, THC causes a lot of funny shit to happen sometimes. So uh, yeah. definitely check that out. And I recommend it to all of our listeners. Hell yeah. I, mean, I actually, I'm really going to check that out. That's super interesting. Um, 
on another note, I've been watching a lot of Shit's Creek as I've told our listeners uh, that, you know, we had talked about it, uh, I think in our first episode and I was just getting into it and really enjoying it. And then me and my wife have just been binging the shit out of it. Um, I am, we are obsessed with the show. It's, uh, it's just gotten more and more funny. Um, I, I think my fa- my favorite character on there is David. Uh, he is just has some of the funniest moments. Uh, his reaction to things is, to things is priceless. Um, but uh, they dropped season six, um, which is their last season. Um, and it actually, it's weird because it took us a while to kind of figure out because we thought it, would, it had dropped on Netflix, but uh, you can't actually find it on Netflix. It's not available yet. And there isn't a release date for it yet. So, but if you go to, um, if you go to Apple TV uh, or like Apple TV plus, you can find the season, but they're charging like two ninety nine an episode, which if you're going to pay for every single episode, it's actually going to cost you like $41. Um, so then we went to Hulu and it wasn't really, it was like there, but it would redirect you to somewhere else. Finally, I was able to track it down on Prime Video and I, w- I would still have to buy each episode or you can buy the entire season. So it cost me like 25 bucks, but I was like, you know what? Like it, I'm not spending as much money as I, I would normally be if I was going out and, and spending money on dinner and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? Like I got a little extra cash right now. Let's throw it into this because I know that we're going to enjoy it. And like, hey, it's the last season. I'll own it. Like whatever. So mm-hmm. we're, we're three, uh, four episodes in. It's really great. I don't want to really ruin anything for you because I know that you're, you're still watching it. You're in like the second oh, I love season. it. Yeah. Um, dude, I'm telling you, man, it's only going to get better. It, like, it's, it's so damn good. Like, I can't wait for you to finish it because there's so much stuff I'd want to talk to you about. And, and I know a lot of people that are, are, are obsessed with this show. Like, there's a girl I know that actually got like a Schitt's Creek tattoo. Like that's how much the show like means to her. Like as I like basically yep. like affected her life. Um, wow. And I, and I, and I, you know, and, it, and I know her personally and I know, you know, there's a lot of stuff in there. It's like, I, we know a lot of similar people that are like the characters in the show. We also um, both went to school for theater, you know? So you, there's a lot of things in that that kind of apply, you know, even like Moira, just in general, like her whole, like, facade as an actor like i know people like that where they pronounce words weird it's like dude you know that's not how that word's pronounced (laughs) why are you saying it like that it's just mad annoying moira's great moira's awesome yeah she's great and um and she's Catherine o'hara is just so talented like because i was watching the outtakes when she's like she's she can't keep her shit together on the show like she's laughing her ass off like a lot um she breaks more than anybody but but i mean when she's on she's on you know bro when she was filming the wine commercial that was like one of my favorite moments of the show well one of the outtakes is actually that wine commercial and she she keeps like missing the glass and like she's breaking it's so (laughs) fucking funny but it's like you hear her talk when she when she laughs and she doesn't have the accent but as soon as she goes into it she turns it on and it's like that weird (laughs) It's like when she says baby, it's oh, and the baby. <laughs> like it makes no sense. <laughs> but I mean, I'm telling you, it's great. Uh, you know, if you can if you can track down um, the last season, season six, um, uh, Prime Video. I mean, if that's the only way that you can get it, and you don't want to wait until whenever the hell Netflix is going to drop it, then 
it's worth the price of admission for us, um, for me personally. So I think um, I'm just, I can't wait to finish it, man. I'll probably finish it in the next two days. That's how, how quickly we're flying through this. So do you, I don't know if you uh, remember this far back, but do you remember the, uh, the episode where Alexis gets sick, gets sick? Yeah. 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 And she doesn't want to go worries. into the room. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, dude, that, that shit just being in quarantine, like yeah. <laughs> that shit, <laughs> dude, that shit was so relatable. I was like, Oh my yeah, God, dude. It's actually funny you said that because <laughs> like I, it was, I was thinking, like it was so ridiculous this makes more sense now (laughs) than it did when they filmed it (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah because when they filmed it it it, like i can imagine that that was so ridiculous that like you're just laughing at this at at this moment and you're like moira just chill the fuck out go in there and help your daughter but like with the pandemic i'm just like yo i i'm I'm with moira on this shit like don't Don't go in there i think that are relatable um but yeah for me it, it um did you get as far as to when David was looking into like opening his like own store? No, not yet. All right. Well, not that- yet. I, I got to the, I'm, I'm at the point where David is working. Yeah. He's working for that. Uh, what is it? Blouse barn. Oh, the bl- blouse barn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he's no, working right, there. Cool. Cause he meets this, there's this guy, Patrick who comes into play and he's ends up being like a, a pretty, significant character and, I, and that's when the show really starts to pick up um and you know obviously like the whole like alexis and ted thing like there's some other stuff going on there but <laughs> yeah it, and, and and stevie great. is like stevie's great in this like she's uh, oh she's one of, she's player, one of so. my favorite characters she's great oh god so well listen i mean finish it man get through it because it is uh Oh, it's so good. Uh, that's, that's definitely my, my show right now. Um, and I wanted to follow up because, uh, on Netflix, I went back and actually rewatched the first episode of black AF, uh, which, Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually like, I don't know if I was like half paying attention the first time, but I went back and kind of rewatched it and really like, (laughs) like paying attention. I think I was just doing too much when I was trying to watch it last time. And there was stuff that I missed that I actually found a lot more funny. And I, um, they had, uh, I think his name is Steve Levitan. He actually, he's like the creator of like modern family and all these other shows that have been like super uh-huh. successful. And he's, and, and I like the way they're doing it. Cause they, yeah, they film it like a, it's a documentary style, which is basically like, like the office, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, so I, I like that where it's like real situations. It's got a little bit of curb your enthusiasm in there too, kind of style. But they were, um, they're, yes. they're outside and his car pulls up and Steve Levitan's like, uh, he says, oh, he goes, uh, is, this, is this your car? And he was like, he was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I, 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 uh, I feel like it might be a little too much. Like, I'm sorry, whatever. And then um, Steve Levitan's like, no, man, like, don't be sorry. This is awesome. He's like, he's like, people, if I bought a car like this, he's like, people probably would think that I actually had a small dick. And then he, and then he goes, he goes, but not with you. Right. And he goes, why? He goes, he goes, why do you say that? And he goes, he goes, he goes, I don't have a small dick. And then he goes, no, he goes, well, because remember you got drunk and like flash your dick. Everybody. I was just like, <laughs> I was just like so it was like, you felt like he was actually like insulting him, like saying he didn't have a small dick because he was black, but then it's like, Oh, it's because yeah. he took his dick out and showed everybody. So I was like, so shit like that was funny. I mean, I think I think what I like the most about it is that like, and it, it, this is the only thing that I can't fully relate to 
is that he feel I feel like he he stresses or like I feel like he like he's in a situation in, in his life where he's very successful and he has like everything he could possibly want but I feel like he drags himself down because he constantly thinking about like his the the perception that other people have of them of him and I feel like if yeah. he could let that go he would be enjoying his life a little bit more, but he's so stressed out about what everybody else thinks of him. And I'm like, dude, that's like, like you're driving yourself fucking crazy. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I, and I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, that's the only part I couldn't relate to. It's like, dude, you got everything you want. Like who fucking cares what people think, you know? Yeah, dude, you got to get to the end of this shit. Like you got to go through the whole thing because like, that's what the show's about. The show is about him giving too much of a fuck about what people think. Yeah. You know, and then like over the course of the show, he starts to realize different things and he realizes it. And then he finally gets, he finally gets it. And then it's like, then it's like, he's a whole, di- he's a whole nother guy. You know what I mean? It's, and it's really cool. It's, it's really, uh, it's a really cool journey uh, to go through. And I think like, what is it? Seven or eight episodes, yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's great, man. It's, it's super, it's super funny, um, super down to earth and, and, like I relate to a lot of the shit that goes on. Like the, like there's a moment where he, where he's talking to his assistant and trying to explain to his assistant how, how, you know, we, we as a black culture, like we, we want to uh, put on for people. Like why, why we, you know, wear what they call our Sunday best and he breaks everything down. And it's like, and then he gets to this point where he's he's describing everything and then he just stops and then the camera of like you know it it go it switches mm-hmm. to him in like this like confessional area i guess and he and he's just like looking at the camera and he's just like wait a minute and he looks down and he looks at his chain and he holds it in his hand and he, and he looks back up at the camera he's like am i a coon <laughs> and I, dude, I, I about lost it. I lost it because I've had that moment so many fucking times in my life where like, I'm, I'm talking about these like stereotypes and these things that people like throw at us. And then like, you know, I realize like, shit, I'm, I'm fucking part of the, I'm part of the problem, aren't I? <laughs> and, and then, <laughs> and then like, I, cor- I correct it. I correct that, that thing. And then I move on with my life. And it's like a moment of self-reflection but you don't get to see that moment of self-reflection in a lot of people because they're not vulnerable enough to like actually display it. And no, I I think it, I think it was very conscious and I think it was very, you know, eye opening for a lot of people watching the show that have been through those circumstances. And and it gives us that, it gives us that like little bit of encouragement to like not be afraid to like, you know, look at ourselves, you know what I mean? And, and, and really check us out, check ourselves out in the mirror and try to help perpetuate change. Um, so it's a, so it's not just a funny show, but it's a very important show in that regard, in that respect. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Like all the way through, you have tons of moments like that, plus tons of moments like you were talking about, like with the car, when he's like, yeah, she, my, you know, my wife made me get it. And like, she's like, he said, I made him get it. 
nah, I didn't make him. Yeah, I didn't want him to get that car. And then they pan away and she's like, she's freaking out over the car. She's like, if you don't get this car, I'm going to find somebody with somebody. a car just like this and I'm going to fuck him. <laughs> and she's like going off. Yeah, yeah. And, he, <laughs> and that's why you got the car. But it's yeah. like, it's, that's like those like moments like happen all the time where like they, they say that they didn't do something or that they did something. And then like, you know, they, they pan away to like these moments where they did the exact opposite of what they're saying. It's fucking great, man. Like this shit had me. I was dying throughout the whole the whole series. Like it had me. It had me rolling. Yeah, I mean, I like the fact that uh, Rashida Jones, who's from who's been in the office, was in this too. Because I feel like she she's great. So she adds like you know, kind of like that. You know that she's familiar with that style of a show. So I feel like it, she kind of slid into this very easily. Um, right. And just to comment on the. Uh, the moment where he's he's talking about his chain he's like he's like i gotta get i gotta i'm gonna get rid of this chain man i'm gonna get rid of it so he calls the people and he's like he's like yeah man i want to sell back uh i want to sell back my chain he's like it's 75 grams and then they he goes you you don't hear what the other guy says but his reaction he's like he's like yeah man 75, 75 grams he goes he goes what do you mean why would i spend 75 grams on 75 grams of of uh, gold carrot he's like i just I want to sell it back. <laughs> like the guy was actually calling him out like why the fuck did you get a chain that expensive <laughs> like they're giving him shit for trying to sell it back yeah <laughs> it's, like, it's like stupid that he even bought it so, so no Dude, I, you gotta definitely... like i i don't i can't remember what episode it is i think it's like maybe three episodes in or four like there's an episode where he buys like a piece of uh of abstract art yeah. And the whole episode, he's trying to explain it to people. And then at, at the end, the actual artist like is in the house and like it's a completely different explanation than what he had. Okay. <laughs> and he's and he's just like, Yeah, that's what I've been saying. That's what I've been saying though. <laughs> and it's like it's like the it's so fucking good. It is so good. Um uh, yeah, this show the show's amazing, man. It's just amazing in in my opinion my humble opinion yeah i'll have to i i mean it's definitely something i could probably keep watching um uh i, I didn't I, and when i actually sat down and like i said you know kind of really paid attention to it this time rather than kind of having it on in the background i think it was it was funnier um so uh but as as far as um disney plus goes i know that you said you kind of watched something on a family night that you wanted to speak to so what did you check out on disney plus bro Oh, so quick, quick correction. Um, it wasn't on Disney Plus. It wasn't on Disney Plus. That's where I, I've been seeing right. it on Disney Plus because I've been watching all the stuff with my daughter on Disney Plus. Right. So, so I didn't watch it on Disney Plus because Disney doesn't, for some reason, I don't know how this works, but Disney, the people that produced and put this shit out, they do not oh. have the rights to put it on Disney plus because it's on other streaming services for rental. So I actually rented it on iTunes because I want to watch the second one, which is on Disney plus. Maybe that's why. So you see confused here. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, maybe that's why. Cause I saw. So I can watch the second one. Yeah. I can well, watch the second I, one. I saw the second one on Disney plus. So I assumed that the first one would also be there. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah, it makes no sense. So, so anyway, yes, I did watch Maleficent. I, I got it on iTunes. I rented it for, I think it was $3.99. And it was, it was pretty dope. Like, I, 
I didn't expect it to be great, right? Like I thought it was going to be hokey or or just you know shitty. Um, but that I think I only had that feeling like in the first ten minutes or so because it was like it really like focused on her as a kid and and like and I'm talking Maleficent like the 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 villain quote unquote. Um, and like, she's the kid and she's like good and all that shit. But what really, what really did it for me with this movie was how, like, I thought it was very, I thought it was very relevant to just real life and the way shit works in America, uh, like where people are just afraid of, you know, people that are different. And you had the fairy folk. I call them that. I don't know if that's how they were called in the movie, but I call them the fairy folk. Uh, the mm-hmm. people that live in Maleficent's like neck of the woods, right? Yeah. Uh, pun intended. And you have humans. And humans have been like afraid of the fairy folk like forever. And then every now and then they just want to, get rid of them so they start like you know running like running after them like and like and they start wars and shit and over time you know like she gets bitter because there's this like kid or whatever who's a human who does some real human ass shit and just like says fuck you maleficent i want to be in the castle mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever i'm really fucking this up <laughs> but <laughs> yeah yeah but you're, you're skimming end- it bro <laughs> Yeah, I, it's like I, I'm and I'm all over the place because like parts of parts of what I'm saying are happening in different sequences and shit like that. So please don't pay any attention to me. Just understand that the movie kind of it, it brings to light a lot of issues that come from, you know, having differences with people that are different. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, that's really what it comes down to. And that Maleficent wasn't necessarily a bad person but she had some shit happen to her and she was misguided and she did some fucked up shit and then she tried to make better. Um, And it was a pretty fresh take on a, on a villain that you didn't really know shit about because in the original sleeping beauty, right. What did we know about Maleficent? She just came out of fucking nowhere and she was like, I curse your baby. And you're like, ah, shit, she's fucking evil. Right. (laughs) Yeah. She turned into a You don't get any shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You don't get any of the um, like, the background you don't know who she is where she came from you just know this is this is an evil this is an evil woman why is she doing yeah. this why does she but then this kind of fleshes it out and tells you why she is the way she is and then you feel for her you actually feel a little bit of a you know like a sadness for her yeah it's, it's like an empathy for her right? and I, I honestly feel that they do that they've done that recently with I think of a couple different characters and the one that comes to mind first would be uh, Johnny from the Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. Like you get to actually see things from his perspective and why he may not be such a bad guy and why Daniel LaRusso can actually be looked at like the asshole in the, in the story, you know? So you get right. to see both sides of it and they did that same thing really well with Maleficent, um, even though Maleficent came out before Cobra Kai. Um, but, um, but then again, Karate Kid came out before Maleficent or did it? Probably not because the cartoon came out. Anyway, so anyway... <laughs> I guess my point, my point is, that's how I work things out in my head uh, when I talk out loud. So anyway, um, fun fact about this that you may not have known. 
So, you know, uh, the first time where Maleficent actually um, sees the baby and like smiles, smiles at her and the baby smiles back. Yeah. That's actually Angelina Jolie's daughter. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So they actually put her in the movie so that like when she like smiled at her, the baby kind of smiled back. You know what I mean? Because they needed that. Wow. So they, they put her daughter in the movie, which I thought, or it might, I think it was her daughter that might have, yeah, it was really cool that they did that. So, and interesting. Dude, I mean, props to Angelina Jolie. I mean, she's, you know, I think the thing, the last thing I had seen her in before Maleficent was wanted, you know, where she was like, you know, the, the woman who was like a hot assassin. So for her to take on a Disney character and really make it her own, um, I thought was, was great and i thought she did a really great job at, at portraying this character and and just making it kind of original because if you would say maleficent to people now they're automatically going to think of angelina jolie they're not going to think of the original character you know like i can guarantee you if you had actually said maleficent five years ago before the first movie nobody would actually ever think of the character from you know, Sleeping Beauty. They were probably be like, who's that? Oh, remember the villain in Sleeping Beauty? Oh, that's Maleficent. Oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? It's more of like a household name now. Like, everybody knows more about this villain. And I think props to her and Disney for doing this. I thought it was awesome. Because with like the KKK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's totally not. <laughs> well, if you see it from their perspective, like, I don't it, think makes you could sure. it, it yeah. makes sense why they would hate black people. Yeah. <laughs> as a white person, as a white person, now seeing it from the KKK's perspective specifically, I agree with their views. So, <laughs> the fuck? Oh, you they're know not what? that fuck it. They're fuck not it. they're not they're not that they, bad. They wrote some great points in that documentary. Let's go get some crosses and burn them on some lawns tonight. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Um, there was actually a guy though. Um, I think I sent this to you and I sound like a fucking idiot for not knowing the details, but he was on the Joe Rogan podcast and he basically like met up with, he was a black guy that met up with the KKK. Daryl Davis. Yeah, dude. Did you listen to that episode? That was fucking awesome. I listened to the episode. I bought his book. I read that shit. Yeah. Dope shit. Yeah, dude. He's got fucking balls. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that guy had balls for doing what he did. I, that's props to him. So, and by the way, this isn't alcohol. This is me drinking like a solo cup because I'm a wasteful asshole and I want, I don't want to <laughs> wash my own glasses. So anyway, um, but you, uh, you wanted to talk about uh, solar opposites. I know you checked out on Hulu. I have not had a chance to watch it, man. So what did you think of it? Yeah. So dude, Solar Opposites, it's fucking dope. It's, uh, if you ever watched uh, Rick and Morty and you enjoy that type of humor, you enjoy that, and you enjoy, uh, you know, Justin Roiland, uh, you know, his voice and shit like that. Um, Solar Opposites is a very, very good show to pick up on. It's on Hulu directly. And it's like, like the coolest thing about it is that, there's no holds barred because it's it's direct to Hulu. So, mm -hmm. you know, they don't have to like censor it. They can say whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. And it's about a group of aliens that 
<clears throat> crash landed on Earth. Uh, they were sent out to find, you know, a, a location to, you know, actually, you know, rebuild their society because their their planet was, you know, like on the way out or whatever. And you have the same kind of setup as Rick and Morty, where you have like the super smart alien. You have like that's like he's very mission oriented and you know trying to get back to his home planet and shit like that. And then you have like the dumb, the dumber alien that is just kind of along for the ride and you know tagging along on adventures, but has his own little agenda. Then you have like the kids, and the kids are like, uh, so so the kids are what are replicants mm-hmm. right so they're basically like you know the the they're carbon copies of the other two but they're younger and they have to go through you know kid shit so like they're on earth and they're trying to assimilate with the culture so like they live in a house the ship is like crashed into the roof of the house so like that's like the aesthetic when you look at the outside like you see this house with like a big alien ship on top of it uh all right. And and they all dress like in human clothes and the kids go to school and they have to like, you know, blend in with like the kids at high school and the kids in high school are like, you know, shitting all over them, like calling them filthy aliens. And, you know, like it, it's just it's great. And when they when the kids get mad, the uh, the boy, the the male shrinks the humans into like action figure size and he collects them. Like, so like if they do something, so if they do something he doesn't like, he's just like, <laughs> then he just fucking puts it. And they have this like aquarium in their wall where they put the humans. So the, so the coolest shit about this show isn't even necessarily what's going on with the aliens because they actually have this subplot where the, the people in the wall are building a society and like and it's like this they have like they get to a point where there's this full-blown like revolution inside the wall and it's just dude it's fucking brilliant it's like you have to watch it you just have to watch it yeah man i mean i the fact that it's, it involves like aliens and it's kind of like you know on like like no holds bar on on hulu i mean i actually like that um because i know that uh like there was a scene I was going to say, it, it, it kind of sounds like uh, like F is for family, like No Holds Bar, and that was like Bill Burr, and that was really funny. So this is going to be the same thing. Yeah, there's like a, the, princip- the principal and like one of the teachers, they're, they're like in cahoots with each other, and they're also like secretly lovers, right? And <laughs> yeah. there, was a, there was a point when, you know, they were, the kids were on, in detention, and these two teachers were in the school, but they were like, they were in the... Um, I think they were like in the cafeteria or something and they were like doing shit. Like they were like, you know, getting hot and heavy with each other. And one of the kids walked in because like, he just, he doesn't really do anything like in the show. Like he doesn't do anything that he's told. So he's like, he's wandering around the hallways and he ends up walking into the cafeteria and he sees them. And when he comes home, he, he tells, he just walks in and like, like, how was your day? And he's like, oh, I caught two of my, two of my teachers eating each other's assholes. So I got an A in math. <laughs> <What> the <fuck? laughs> and, 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 his, and the dude, like the, the, the grown up was like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it was like the funniest shit. Like I'm like sitting there dying. Dude, like yeah. this, the whole, the whole show, like every single scene is some unexpected shit like that. And it just, it's something to watch during this time where you just need a laugh. Yeah. Um, and 
unfortunately, I binged the whole thing in one sitting. Jesus um, Christ, how many? And I don't how really many have episodes any more of it have? to watch, and I'm and I'm mad about that. How many episodes were there in the first season? It's either seven or eight, and it was uh, they were like half hour episodes. So that's like you you sat and watched that shit for four and a half hours. <laughs> Yes. Yep. Oh my God, bro. Oh. Yep. And it was and it was fun. It was, to it was have great. that to have that luxury. Oh man. <laughs> That'd be great. Um oh my God. Anyway. Well, yeah, man. I definitely <laughs> sounds like something I will I will check out um just because of the randomness of it all. Anything I, I find a lot of shows really took their took their uh like the family guy format. You know, like family guy really pushed the the envelope and you were, we were kind of talking about um, black AF earlier where um, and they did a lot of it in the office, but in, in black AF where he's like, Oh yeah, my, my wife, uh, you know, told me to buy the car. She's like, no, I didn't. And then it cuts to her actually flipping out saying like, that yeah, is definitely like classic like, family guy, you know, the family right. guy like referencing something and then it flashes back to it actually happening. Um, mm-hmm. I think they did that a lot. And that was actually what made that show great um through those little snippets of like back and forth and like randomness they threw in and i think a lot of people took a hint from that um and i think that's one of the reasons family guy did so well other than the it's the writing is brilliant so um, yeah exactly so but yeah man i mean i you definitely have watched a lot more than me i'm trying to catch up uh but i mean i think um if you guys haven't seen any of these things um, the most time consuming out of all of this is definitely going to be the last dance, which is the first thing we talked about. I mean, it's legit 10 hours of Michael Jordan and, and stuff. Excuse me. So I would recommend watching that if you want, if you want something that's going to really take up a lot of your time, <laughs> then I would watch that. Um, other than that, there's a bunch of other stuff that we talked about that you could find on all of these streaming services. Um, Oh, dude, there's just so much. It's like an endless sea of stuff out there that you could watch right now. So, um, what else? Uh, Xbox. Uh, if any of you guys are video game people, I will say that um, about a week through three weeks ago, I think they released uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is actually going to be coming out in the fall. Um, so, if you're an Assassin's Creed person, and you stream stuff on Xbox Live, and that's how you download your games, um, then that's a game to look forward to. It's uh, taking place in the Viking era, um, as mm. this last one took place in uh, like the Roman Empire. So it's been, it's been, I'm, I'm just finishing up Odyssey, but uh, this next one's something to look forward to. So, and the trailer's yep. fucking badass. Did you watch the trailer? Yeah, fucking I did. insane, dude. <laughs> it's awesome. For a video game, it's like, holy shit. So. Yeah, it's weird. It's like it's like uh, they went from being like super historically accurate to being historically accurate, but throwing in like mythological stuff as well, which is yeah. weird to me, which is weird to me because and I think they knew I think they knew that they they were missing out on a good portion of, you know, their demographic mm-hmm. because we like and I'm, I'm one of the ones that I think they were missing out on because I wasn't a, an Assassin's Creed fan, but I think they realize that we want a little bit of fantasy in our, in our shit. Yeah. Right? I mean, and like, one of the things I, I always thought was funny in Assassin's Creed is, uh, is just like the, 
the jump that you do off like the highest fucking level and survive and like when you land in like a thing of hay it's like so yeah. ridiculous like anybody would just be dead but i mean you know whatever it's the leap of faith and then there's the uh yeah i love how there's conveniently hay like every, in these places well like, dude all, be, well all that's of. well that's because they that it's set up like that because it's the league of assassins they make sure there's always hay and like feathers <laughs> yeah the, like like they have a guy yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> and like if somebody dies they're just like bro you have one fucking job make sure there's hay <laughs> Make sure there's fucking hay. And you fucked up. You're fired. You're done. Yeah, and then they just fucking like, kill him. It'd be funny, because man. They, they because had, they're assassins, they kill him. It'd be, yeah, it'd be funny if they had like a guy going around collecting all the dead assassins. That, that <laughs> <laughs> Bring out your dead. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I actually, I like the, uh, I, I like that they added, yeah, like, like the mythology aspect. Like in Odyssey, you have to defeat the, uh, like the Minotaur and you have to defeat like the Cyclops and stuff like that. I thought that was cool. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And in this one, it looks like they're going to include like, you know, the, the, you know, the Norse gods and stuff like that. Cause it looks like Odin is, yeah. you know, making appearances in the, in the trailer and whatnot, which is kind of cool. And like, that makes me want to play the game. Like, yeah. to be honest with you, like just watching a bunch of people fighting and like somebody, like you said, diving into a, a pile of hay, that doesn't intrigue me enough to get into mm -hmm. it. And I've tried playing Assassin's Creed and like, I think the, the animus shit like pulls me out of it. Like I'll start playing and I'll be like, oh, this is cool. And then all of a sudden, like, it's a completely different fucking game. Like I got pulled out and I'm like walking around this fucking office space trying to figure out what's going on with me. When I have to try to figure out what's going on, and the character is also trying to figure out what's going on. I'm like, fuck this. It's like Inception, bro. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. I feel like the like the animus shit, I'm, I was never really a fan of. It's like, it seems like it's a, it's a completely different game. It's like, why was this even needed? And I feel like they did a lot less of it, if any, um, in this, uh, in Odyssey. Um, hmm. I feel like they yeah, started exactly. to kind of, they started, they like, they, they, it's still a part of the game because you're, reliving through like your ancestors but i they minimize the that part of the game because i feel like people like just didn't give a shit so right remember i mean like i'm i'm the one telling you assassin's creed odyssey is so fucking dope it's awesome it's blah blah, blah. and i never talk about assassin's creed so like i mean like it's yeah. like they definitely did what they had to do to correct the things that kept me away from the game yeah i agree well, uh, that's something to look forward to if you're uh, into Xbox or whatever platform you play on. Assassin's Creed Valhalla coming out in the fall, which is usually October for, um, for that game. So keep your eyes open for that. Um, but yeah, man, dude, that's all I got on my end for this episode of Cross the Streams. So, Word up. Yeah, no, I... I... I got nothing else, man. Like, I, I mean, I have a ton. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. You know me. I, yeah. <laughs> I have a lot, but yeah, I'm going to save, I'm going to save some. I'm going to save yeah, some. Yeah. So subtext of all that, subtext of all that is like, I got a lot. So catch up, bitch. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'm trying, man. I'll make it happen. Um, I could probably, I could probably not watch shit for like a month. And yeah, I know. Dude, still, you, dude, you sent me. You sent me a list of all the shit you watched and I almost had an anxiety attack. <laughs> I was like, how, how did you watch all this, bro? What the fuck? How do you have this time? Oh. So anyway. Oh, I did watch. Uh, I did watch. <laughs> I'm going to fucking regret this. I watched an episode of The Real Housewives of, I don't even know where the, uh, New York, I guess. They came to Newport. So Becca was like, you want to watch that? They're in Newport. And it was just fucking 
oh god, these fucking chicks, dude. I don't. They all make so much money, and they. I swear to God, they get together to to show every show each other how dressed they up they are. They stab each other in the back. They all get drunk and yell at each other. They pretend they're friends, but there's some thing they fight about. It's like the same shit every fucking episode. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, who? Why do you want to? I get stressed out watching it. It's like, I, it's like, oh, it's just constant bickering. Anyway, uh, and it, and it's like knowing knowing what my situation is and like how I gotta drag my ass to fucking work every single day, and and I don't have the luxury of being so fucking petty, like. It, that show that show aggravates the shit out of me. I'll be yeah, honest. dude, it's so unrelatable. I can't relate to it at all. It's like, oh, we're gonna go to Newport, and somebody's gonna drive us there from New York, which is a six-hour drive. Then we're gonna get there, and they're gonna have people in suits handing us champagne, and then we're gonna have a whole tent set up. But like, what the fuck? Like, they, no one can relate to this. It's just they're so loaded. No. So it's just I don't know, stupid. And so, I mean, it, I think I do think it's funny though, because like I watch a lot of this shit and I laugh. But um, yeah, like. It, it, it is aggravating that there is such a thing as <laughs> the Real Housewives show and that it's yeah. gone on for so long and that so many people fucking love it. It's, it's like, wow, <laughs> it's mind People just love being involved in other people's drama. It's like, a, it's, like yeah. a, it's like when people used to watch Days of Our Lives, man. It was like a soap opera that you got sucked into. And this is exactly what these shows are. Uh, you know what I wish? I wish they could find a way to bring 90 Day Fiance to Newport. Yeah, that would be funny. You, dude, you would you would be there on location. <laughs> I would. I that shit. I did. Listen, next episode, next episode, we do. I'm dedic. I'm gonna dedicate it to 90 Day Fiance. The whole fucking thing, dude. Nobody let's wants let's to do hear it. An hour. No, no, no. Nobody wants to hear a whole hour about 90 Day Fiance. We'll do a segment on it. I'm limiting you to a segment. We're, bro, I'm not I could gonna do, talk about that shit for an hour. No fucking. Bro, way. I could do an hour on one fucking couple. No, dude, no, fuck that. We're not doing that. We're not. I'm putting the fucking my foot down. We're not doing that shit. People don't want to hear about 90 Day Fiance for 60 minutes. Fuck that. So we'll do a. Second. All right, I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it up to the listeners. How about we do that? How about we leave it up to the listeners? Do you if want you an hour or 90 day? An hour's worth of 90 Day Fiance. Fucking comment on this episode and let us know. Yes, please. Let us know. And if you don't, if you don't want to hear about that trash for an hour, then comment that also. We'll put a, we'll put a, I'm going to put out an Instagram post and we're going to take a poll. So, uh, you know, fucking do that shit. Tony Emerald. Yeah, please. Third on Instagram uh, and whatever your handle is, man, because you changed it. <laughs> all right, we're not doing two polls. That's fucking dumb. Just all right, do, well, why? You do your you poll. Get, you get, all right, you can share my poll. Whatever, man. I'll fucking yeah, share it. Yeah, do your poll. Do your poll and I'll fucking like share it out to people. Yeah. All right, cool. I can't wait to see. I can't wait for me to win this where people don't want to hear about it for an hour. Sick. All right. Um, Cool. Well, uh, that is all we got for this episode on Cross the Streams. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Comment, subscribe, tell your friends, share the episode. We would appreciate it. Um, And everybody stay safe during this pandemic and this really weird fucking time with everything else bullshit we have going on right now. Um, So with that being said, we'll catch you guys in two weeks. Later. Yeah, peace.